And welcome back, everybody, to another episode of MLB DFS Quick Hits here Tuesday, May 4th edition. 12 games slate on tap for you tonight. 11 if you're playing FanDuel because they don't like double headers, but we'll get into that in a minute. Hope everybody had a good Monday. Wild slate, as always. Two games got rained out. Some pitching changes, injuries everywhere. It's it's crazy, and it's only May 4th, everybody. So buckle up. Long season to go. We have a wild ride in our hands. Uh, Lynch was doing great until a botched double play, and the bullpen gave up the game and went on Lynch's records. So that sucked, but hey, I like the play. I like, I'll go back to that well again. We'll see him this weekend for his second round in the rotation, which is great. But uh, overall, some fun stuff. Lots of offense in a couple games, no offense in others. So we'll see how things go on this Tuesday 12 game slate. Let's get cracking on it for you. Your totals, we don't have them all yet because I'll, we still have more pitching issues. Shocker. But we have a few here. Braves Nationals, total of nine. Astros Yankees, total of nine. Rangers Twins, eight. Indians Royals, nine. Jays A's, nine. Orioles Mariners, eight and a half. So there you go. Lots of high totals on this slate right out the gate. We're still missing about five of them. So that's always fun. Uh, Weather-wise, Atlanta, Washington, 15 to 20% chance to rain. Hopefully that stays okay. Houston and the Yankees. Looks like it's okay, and then it gets wetter as the day goes on, so keep that one in mind. Milwaukee, Philadelphia, 10 to 15% chance to rain. That gets wetter as the night goes on as well. Texas, Minnesota, wind blowing out to right field about 11 miles an hour. And then the Mets at St. Louis, it's pouring all day apparently. Then it dies off a little after scheduled game time, so it might be too wet to play. Keep an eye on that because that's a DeGrom Oviedo day, and we like both pitchers in that game, so that is a crying shame. So keep that in mind. Weather is going to be another fun one. That's five or four potential rain games. Um, to keep an eye on. Yeah, no coolers, though. Got no coolers on the slate, so that's always good. But let's talk about the pitching on this 12-game slate. DeGrom leads the way at 11-1. We just talked about him. Watch the weather in this one, but absolutely electric. I don't go too deep on guys like DeGrom because you either just play him or you don't like him. It's up to you, but the dude is an absolute monster. He's averaging almost 39 points per game, 27, 58, 43, 41, 24 and a half. He's given up a total of two earned runs on the entire season. He has struck out 9, 15, 14, 14, 7. He's got at least six innings in every start. The dude is just automatic. So if he's playing and the game plays, you lock him into cash. You probably play him in a lot of GPPs. It's expensive, but we got value because they don't price up guys like Kuroloff and Hernandez, the guys we love. So we got ways to make this work. It's just, uh, you know, the, the Cardinals, they're they're interesting. They're okay. They're not great. And shake a freaking ground. Like I've said it before. I'll play Jacob DeGrom as long as the price isn't too ridiculous pretty much every time. Because if he makes 30 starts, he's going to screw you like two or three times max. That gives you like 27 or 28 other times you rostered him where he just absolutely dealt and you probably had to have him to make money that night, especially in cash. So I'll continue to play Jacob DeGrom at 11-1. Trevor Bauer, game two with a doubleheader between the the Dodgers and the Cubs. He's 10-7, seven inning games. He had the chance for the complete game in that situation, at least an easier chance at it. So keep that in mind with Bauer, but also check the lineup, see what's going on there. He's 10-7. Aaron Nola's the fun one. He's 10-4. You know, you got Bauer, who people like. He got to Grom at $700 more. But Nola at 10-4 at home against the Milwaukee Brewers, the play I like quite a bit. Nola's been outstanding this year. Um, you know, he's had a couple, I guess people might say, rocky starts, but he's got at least six innings and three straight starts, three runs and four runs in his last two. But he's still getting a lot of strikeouts, which is what we want to see, seven or more in three of his last four starts. And most importantly, he's facing the Milwaukee Brewers, a team we know we can attack. They did get Yelich back on Monday. Got a couple knocks for you. They're striking out 27% of the time versus righties, 77 WRC+, plus, 149 ISO, 2.8 average against. Uh, you can have fun with Nola. Good uh, good pivot off of DeGrom. We prefer DeGrom. But Nola at 10-4 is a strong pivot in this one. You got J.A. Happ at 86. He's interesting. 
if he can get the strikeout, Texas strikes out a lot uh, versus left-handed pitching, striking out almost 26% of the time, can ha- take advantage of it. Million-dollar question. He's at 86. You could pivot to Oscar and Yanoa at 82. I'd rather have Yanoa than Hap just for the flat-out upside of what Yanoa brings to the plate. Uh, five or more innings pitched in all but one start. Uh, two or runs or less in four or five starts. He's got uh, the strikeouts working for you, five or more in every start. He has 20 or more DK par, 19 and a half or more in four or five starts. He's been absolutely outstanding outside of one blow-up start. He gets a Washington national team, still no Juan Soto, which we love, striking out 23.5% of the time versus right-handed pitching, 234 average, 120 ISO, and a 78 WRC+. So you can definitely target the Washington Nationals. It's just a matter of, is you know, his control there. When his control's off, that's when things get messy. When it's there, the strikeouts are there. He goes five, six innings at least. He even hits for himself. I like you know at 82 in tournaments. Kind of still nervous a little bit in cash, but in tournaments, you know at 82, I, I can definitely get all aboard with in that one. One of the popular mid-range plays, and I'm, I'm all about it. I get it, it's going to be chalk, but Nick Pavetta at 79, which is crazy to think. He's got you 15 or more points in four or five starts, coming off an absolute five-inning, one-hit, no-run, 7K gem against the Mets. He's got uh, four or more Ks in four of five starts, seven or more in two of those five starts, and he gets the Detroit Tigers. This is what we like. We do this stuff for is to fade the Detroit Tigers. Does Detroit hit once in a while? Sure. If you want to be contrarian, play Detroit, sure. But you have a Detroit team striking out 29% of the time versus right-handed pitching, hitting 203 with a 164 ISO. That's where it gets interesting. So they do have some pop, but hitting for a low average and a 77 WRC+. plus. So it's pretty much all or nothing with Detroit. Either like Candelario and Goodrum go deep, or they all strike out like 12 times when we just go home. That's, that's, or they might strike out 12 times and go deep twice. That's very possible, too. And if that's the case, Pavetta's still great. So at $7,900, I think is quite intriguing at his price point. So make sure you check out the goodies there. Um, Alzale, no, I just can't do it against the Dodgers. Unless it's game two of the doubleheader. So watch the lineups. You might get an absolute doggy, dog poop Dodgers lineup. So keep an eye on that at 76. Uh, Cole Irvin at 74 has been pitching great. Over 20 DK points in his last uh, three starts, which is outstanding. It is the Toronto Blue Jays. I respect the Toronto Blue Jays a lot. It's not done even in Florida, which is nice, but 23% K rate versus lefties, 122 to OBRC plus, 181 ISO, 265 average. They can hit, boys. They can hit, boys. So um, I think Cole Irvin's a good play. Just realize it's risky. It's very, very risky. Same with Kyle Gibson at 72. He's been outstanding. The Twins can rake, but uh, Gibson's been pretty good. So pick your poisons there if you so choose. Uh, and they'll be lower owned because Shane McClanahan from Tribe McClanahan is 7K at the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. The Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim team that does not strike out a lot. That's one thing that that's always kind of worrisome about the Angels. Um, trying to find them on my sheets here. They strike out 20.4% of the time versus lefties. 224 average, 171 ISO, 99 WRC+. A little bit of power, basically average offense versus left-handed pitching but and very little strikeouts. So... How deep some kind of can go? That's another question. So 7K, I get it. He's going to be uber popular. That's where Kyle Gibson, that's where Eric Lauer, maybe even Alzale, or not Lauer, Irvin, not Lauer, do not play Lauer, Irvin or Alzale become interesting pivots off McClanahan. The other guy I like a ton tonight, if the game plays in St. Louis, which I'm really sketchy as I record the night before, it looks bad. Maybe things change come daytime on Tuesday. That'd be outstanding. But um, our buddy here, Johan Oviedo, absolutely love him at 6600 bucks against the New York Mets. Saw his stat right when I was getting ready to record on MLB Network. Top five worst offenses scoring runs this season. The Mets are number two at 3.3 runs per game. Johan Oviedo 
He went five innings in his last start, three earned seven Ks. He's got the strikeout stuff. He went 86 pitches, which is outstanding. 16 or more points in each start this year. And what I really, really love is he got nasty movement on his pitches. He's, he's, he's an elite pitcher, young pitcher. And he got a Minnesota or a Mets team checking out 23.5% of the time versus righties, 241 average, 120 ISO, 92 WRC plus. He's 6,600 bucks. I love the upside with Oviedo. Just got to make sure he's in the lineup. That's the key. Got to be in the lineup. If he's not in the lineup, or I mean, if, if got to make sure the game plays, if it doesn't get rained out. If the game plays, Oviedo is my favorite punt. I will put Oviedo, I'll put Oviedo on the ground together in cash games. I'm, I'm totally on board with that and just get all the bats you want. I think Oviedo and Pavetta make fun GPP lineups if you want to go that route. So definite ways to look at it with Oviedo. I think he's a phenomenal value today. So recapping the pitching, DeGrom at 11-1, lock, load, don't look back. Uh, Bauer at 10-7, interesting contrarian play, seven-inning game, could get that uh, complete game rather easily, something to consider there. You got Nola at 10-4, great pivot off the two big dogs. Love Nola. I know he's been up and down at times. It's usually been like one bad inning that does him in. He's got elite stuff, lots of strikeout upside against Milwaukee, so I could definitely go back to Nola at that one at 10-4. Huascar, uh, you know, at 8,200 bucks, I think it's a, a really, really nice uh, tournament play against the Nationals. Got Pavetta at 79. I love in cash and GPPs. I think he's a just outstanding play on this slate. He's going to be ex- very, very popular, but uh, like him quite a bit. Irvin, Gibson, McClanahan. You got those three guys down low in the 7K range. McClanahan's going to be the chalk. So if you want to be weird, go there. Gibson and Irvin, lots of risk incorporated with them. So keep that in mind. And last but not least, Johan Oviedo. Love him. So if I have to like, just narrow it down to Grom, Pavetta, Oviedo, Oscar. Those four are the main guys I'm looking at tonight, but uh, you can mix and match if you're going deeper in the player pool, and we might see lineups come out that change things, so keep that in mind. Lots of stuff to go on there. Before we get to the bats on this show, again, you can follow me on Twitter at BDNTrick. If you can give a rating and review to the podcast MLB DFS Quick Hits on iTunes, I would truly appreciate it. That would help me out a ton. If you'd like to watch the podcast, you can go to the Rotoball YouTube channel, go uh, subscribe and like all that good stuff, and it's going to be Tuesday, folks. So get the free DraftKings plays that I write at rotoballer.com on Tuesday. If you want to get in the free Slack chat, just hit me up on Twitter. Give me your email address. We'll slide on in there and make and uh, get you in the chat with the invite. So let me know all that good stuff. Let's get to the bats on this 12-game slate. All right, catcher's position. We have went deep on Monday. Good play versus Lauer once again at 54. Don't hate that one bit. A Saudi present 5K. Love Kansas City tonight. Love Cleveland and Kansas City tonight. Uh, Hinches is making his debut, I believe, or one of his first few starts for Cleveland. Don't expect him to go too long on this one. Uh, so KC is definitely in play. Salvi at 5K. If you're paying up, Rio Muto and Salvi both really, really strong plays. Sean Murphy continues to rake. He's 45 versus K. So some nice pay-up spots at catchers. I'm usually not a big pay-up for catcher spot. There's some good options if you so choose to do that. If not, let's drop on down and save some cash. Shola. Uh, we got the likes of uh, Vic Caratini against Keller. If he cracks line, he's 3,300. Jacob Stallings at 32 is another uh, savings from Pittsburgh. Uh, Max Stassi got the night off on Monday. He's 3K versus McClanahan. Not sure I want to t- attack McClanahan. I'd rather go to William Contreras, not Wilson, his brother, for Atlanta. 2,800 bucks versus Tyson Ross. I can definitely get on that one at 2,800 bucks. It's a good good value with uh, Contreras. Danny Jansen is 25 versus Cole Irvin. He's another nice value if you want to go that route. So there's definitely pay-up spots to catcher, a couple values as well. So different ways to uh, to build your lineup. So if you just want to go in cash, take a punt, go for it. No problem at all. 
first base position, you got Freddie against Ross. That's always a nice look. Vladdy versus Irvin. Sure. Um, I like Freddie a little more in that matchup, but both very strong. Give me some Reese's pieces. Had the day off on Monday against Eric Lowry at 54. Keep driving that one home. Carlos Santana swinging away up to 52, though. It's hard for me to pay 52 for Carlos Santana, but uh, he's he's earned it for now. I'll say that much. Uh, going cheaper, though, Eric Hosmer at 46 versus Keller Hosmer. The night off on Monday, so make sure he's in the lineup on your wonderful Tuesdays. Matt Olson versus K. I don't think K is long for that game. I think Oakland takes him to pound town. So Olsen's going to get K once or twice, and then some Toronto bullpen. Olsen at 45 is a very nice price tag for your tournament plays. Uh, going down farther, if you want to fade Bowery, you got Rizzo, Nate Lowe. Like Ty France, always love him. He's first base, second base versus uh, Jorge Lopez. We like Seattle tonight versus Lopez. He's $4,000. Uh, Bobby Dahlback's going to get going eventually. He's 37 on DK. He's like 21 on FanDuel. Man, tournaments only, but he gets a lot of Detroit pitching for a few days. you got to like the potential for some domination in that one. So keep him in mind. And Alex Kirilov, another great game on Monday. He's first base outfit eligible at 3200 bucks. A little bit of a price bump. He's over 3K. Congratulations. Woo! But that's uh, still too cheap. Still too cheap. And the other one, first base outfield, Josh Naylor had another big game on, on Monday, swinging it really well, went deep. He's 2800 bucks. first base outfield eligible. If you want to fade minor and hope he's not long for the game, you can go ahead and get some cheap Josh Naylor as well. Second base, I got LeMahieu, who's interesting. He's got a lot of great history versus Granke at 53. But Ozzy Albies is swinging a very hot bat. He's 5K. Um, Nick Solak at 48 is a good value as well. Uh, some cheaper plays or lower 4K plays, I should say. Brandon Lau. Like, we got to see who's pitching. Like, some say it's Otani because he didn't pitch on Monday. Still might not be Otani. Who knows? He hit well. He went deep. Had a big game again because he's freaking awesome. But we'll see if he pitches. Uh, if you're not playing Pavetta, Nico Goodrum at 42 is swinging it really, really well. Mentioned Ty France at 4K. Jake Cronenworth at, 40, at 39 versus Keller is a nice value play. A few others down here. Dylan Moore is slowly getting it going. He's stealing bags. Tournament only, but 3,800 in his matchup. Uh, Nico Horner's up to 35. It's starting to take away some of the luster there, but I still like the kid quite a bit, so keep an eye on him. And then other than that, you really have to see who pops into these lineups for value. Maybe, uh, no, I'm not going to even say it. Not going to say it. Not going to do it, Bob. So, yeah, check your lineups and see what comes up of those. Third base, you got J-Ram versus the lefty minor at 56. That is definitely in play, but so is Rafael Devers at 55. Really strong play there for Rafael Devers. Um, like him quite a bit. Uh, Machado's not bad at 51 if you're stacking San Diego. Bregman versus Herman at 49. I like attacking Herman in this one. He's, he's you know, the, the the peripheral stats look very good for Herman, but as a whole, he's been kind of a smoke and mirrors type approach. So I think Houston's a nice contrarian angle. They're expensive, but I think they kind of get overlooked in that matchup in Yankee Stadium. So Bregman at 49 is a good contrarian play. Matt Chapman versus K at 48 is outstanding. Good value in that one. Kyle Seager versus Jorge Lopez. Lopez is good. It's not good at all. So Seager at 43, he's cash game viable and a good upside play. Austin Riley at 41. People will not even understand it. He's hitting 329 on the year with a lot of power. Hitting seventh for the Braves. People overlook him a lot. But he's very, very affordable. He was like 32 last week when I was touting him. Now he's 41. Still a very good play, especially if you're stacking Atlanta. Don't sleep on Riley. If you're not using Pavetta, I mentioned him earlier, Candelario at 4K. Big time upside in that one. So lots of good plays here at third base. We haven't got to the below 4K. He's like Alec Baum at 37 against Eric Lowry. If you're stacking Philadelphia, Baum's been swinging it very, very well of late. He's um he's hitting 250 over his last 10 games, averaging about six points per game. 5-24-0-10-7 over his last five. So Baum at 37 in play for you on a Tuesday. 
Uh, other than that, when you get down to the low 3Ks, like Travis Shaw's, Contreras versus Nola, the 100 Dozier went deep on Monday, third base outfit eligible. like him a lot for value at 33 versus head, uh, Hinches. Kansas City's got a ton of value on this slate uh, outside of like Santana and Merrifield. Dozier at 33 is a good one. Yeah, Santana, Perez, Merrifield expensive. Rest of the lineup cheap, so you can get some good savings there with guys like Hunter Dozier. And that's about it for now until we see some lineups and get to make some more moves. Shortstop position, Fernando Tatis Jr., Bo Bichette, both great plays. Again, if you want to be contrarian with Correa, go for it. Bogart's at 53, so you got Tatis, Bichette, Bogart, Correa. Pick your poison, basically. If you're, They should be parts of stacks. That, that, that's the bottom line. Be a part of a stack. That's what you get. If I have to pick one of the four for cash, it's Xander Bogarts versus Fulmer because he's cheapest and obviously actually has probably the best matchup. So Bogarts at 53 would be my top play in that group out of cash. They got Trey Turner's only 4900 bucks for Yanoa. If you're fading there, I like that quite a bit. A few others to go to. I mentioned Nico Goodrum at 42. Uh, D.D. Gregorius at 41 versus Lowry. He hits lefties just fine, so don't sleep on that one one bit. You can uh, go that route for sure. Uh, a few other ones to take a peek at for you here. Um, you got Nico Horner at 35. We talked about Paul DeYoung not going against DeGrom. Uh, but like Luis Urias versus um, Nola's 34 if you want to get weird. Uh, you could go that route. Freddie Gallus at 33 is a good value. Jose Iglesias at 31. So a couple of cheapies down here if you need to. But I prefer to uh, pay up at the shortstop position on Tuesday. Outfield. You know, you got the usual suspects. Trout's awesome. Buxton keeps getting on stole bag on, on Monday. He's sixty three hundred bucks. The price is crazy, but he's he's getting it done. So don't don't hate on that one one bit. Uh see if Bryce Harper's in the lineup. It'd be a great matchup versus uh, Lauer for sure. Harper was uh he was out Monday night, re aggravated his wrist injury. So keep that one in mind when you when you break it all down. A few others to look at, obviously. You got like JD Martinez is on fire. He's fifty eight. George Springer's back, he's fifty seven. But Ramon Laureano at 56 went deep on Monday. Love the A's tonight. Love the A's. So jump on board there. A Trent Grisham at 53 is a very solid play. Stanton at 51, awesome tournament play versus Granky. I'm not a Granky fan, so feel free to attack at your own will. I'm fine with that. The Franamil Homer, a couple doubles on Monday, go right back to the well there at 4900 bucks. All aboard the Cleveland train against Minor. And Franamil is near the front of that bus. Uh, Verdugo at 45, definitely in cash. You can go there. Yelich is back, so if you want to be contrarian versus Noel, he's 4,400. He's worth a, a gamble. Uh, a few others, Teoscar Hernandez. He's come back, and he has started hitting right away. So don't sleep on Teoscar. He has picked up right where he left off last season. Good play at 4,200 bucks. Good value. Cedric Mullins went deep on Monday. He's 41. He is in play for sure. So this is why outfield it's always hard to spend up. You spend up like a shortstop in other places. Outfield. There's so much value, like Gritchick at 4K is a good look if you're fading Irvin. Mitch Hanniger at only 39 is outstanding price. Uh, Laplau missed Monday, shoulder injury from Sunday or Saturday. Um, if he's back, he's 38. I mentioned Dylan Moore. Uh, Schwarber tournament only, 37. Eddie Rosario went deep on Monday. Great play from Cleveland. Contrarian play at $3,700. Uh, so in play with you there. Uh, Gurriel Jr. is only 36. Again, if you're fading Irvin. You can look at that play. Brad Miller's 35 for Philadelphia. But uh, Adolis Garcia and Joey Gallo both went deep on Monday. They're both 3500 bucks versus J.A. Happ. So nice value for you in that one. Uh, Jorge Soler, again, we're fading hinges. Soler's only 3400 Mentioned Dozier at 33 So a couple pieces of Kansas City savings like we talked about. 
few other ones that I will play over and over again. Yadiel Hernandez at 32 and Alex Kirilov at 32. They're both cash game viable with tournament one-off appeal. I just keep playing them. Hernandez hits third, power-speed combo. Kirilov is just a monster hit in fifth, both in play for you. Jerkson Pro 4 at 32 is a decent value as well, but I prefer Kirilov and Yadiel Hernandez over Pro Far, but all three are in play. Um, a few others for you. Kyle Tucker in a contrarian way is only 3,100. Calhoun's down to 3,100. Tyler O'Neill not doing that one. Like Ben Intendi 3K swinging a really, really hot stick. Mentioned him last night. He went deep on Monday. It's the week of Stephen Piscotty with six lefties for the A's to face. Piscotty's 3K, and he's like 22 on Fandle. So have fun with that. But Piscotty at 3K is another really, really solid value play on this slate. So there's lots of them. As we mentioned, mentioned Josh Naylor. He's a guy you can take a look at. Tons of them down here. Tons and tons and tons. So check the lineups when they come out, and we'll see what damage we can do. All right, recapping your pitching real quick on this 12-gamer. You got uh, DeGrom up top, 11-1. Lock, load, good. You got Trevor Bauer at 10-7. Only a seven-inning game, so keep that in mind. Nola at 10-4. Nice nice pivot off of those big dogs. Hiwaskar, you know, at 82. Really, really good tournament play. Like that one quite a bit. Uh, Pavetta at 79 cash and GPP-wise should be popular, but phenomenal play versus Detroit with the price point. You could definitely go that route. Uh, Cole Irvin, Kyle Gibson, McClanahan, Seven to seventy-four hundred bucks. McClanahan will be the most popular of the group. Makes me want to use some Gibson and Irvin to be different. And if that Mets Cardinals game does play, does not get rained out. Johan Oviedo at sixty-six, love him. So again, Degrom, Yanoa, Pavetta, Oviedo are my main four right now. We'll mix and match. We'll see what lineups come out. See how things change. And you can get all my insight at the Fantasy DJ Slack chat, which is free. So hit me up over there. I'm on Twitter at BDNTrick. If you give a rate and review on the podcast, I'd be much, much appreciated. If you're stacking it up, stacking it up on a Tuesday, love Kansas City. Love a game stack there, Kansas City and Cleveland. Seattle-Baltimore's got a fun game stack as well. Prefer Seattle over Baltimore, but both in play. Love Oakland versus K. Love Boston versus Fulmer. So it's like Kansas City, Oakland, Boston, probably my three favorite ones. But you can go a lot of ways. Atlanta's in play. Toronto's in play. Houston's a contrarian play. Lots of angles on this slate. So, again, hit me up on Twitter, Slack chat. Check out my article on rotoballer.com. Check out the video at Rotoballer's YouTube channel. All the good stuff. But good luck on your Tuesday, 12-game slate. I'll be back with you on Wednesday. But for now, MLB DFS Quick Hits, Tuesday, May 4th edition in the books. I'm out. I'm out.